0: I'm marty dodson and i'm clay mills welcome to songtown on songwriting
1: hey everybody we're in the songtown studio got clay mills here with me he's got his hat on he's ready for christmas and cold <laughs> weather um, and today we're going to talk about how to talk your way out of working with a pro and this could be publishers or songwriters anybody that's a professional in the music business because these are things we've heard so many times that they're a real turnoff when we hear them, and it and it makes us not want to work with that person. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna surprise Clay with these. We're gonna I'm gonna throw them out. We're gonna just <laughs> get his knee jerk
0: reaction. No, um, I like this. I like this because this morning someone friended me on Facebook, and they were songwriters. So I said, sure. I, you know, I. I accepted the friend request mm-hmm. they immediately sent me a link to listen to five songs that that they you know have written that you know they want me to listen and give them a critique of their five songs and so I didn't respond I don't know this person I've never yeah. you know and plus you and I get our inboxes filled up I figured out one time if I listen to every song that someone sent me over the next, you know, for the rest of my life that I get, I would lose eight years of my life in listening time. And when I thought of it like that, but anyway, I do listen to a lot of songs. We have a lot of Songtown members and, and we do a lot of stuff. We do stuff on YouTube now, where we're critiquing songs that people send in. So that's fine. But I had just met the person, sent me five songs, Fifteen minutes later, because I did not respond, they started cursing me out in an email. Do you th- or, or a Facebook message? Do you think I will ever write with this person ever? Tomorrow,
1: <laughs> like, probably. You're probably gonna write with him
0: tomorrow. Cancel. Christmas and this is this is <laughs> not uncommon. I'm like, what do I, I do that brings this on me? Like, I, I, I didn't even have time to hardly read the message. And they were already upset that I had not yeah. responded. So. Absolutely, I, I get
1: multiple ones of those a week, not yes. cussing me out, but I have gotten though, you know I've had people say you know you would think you could take the time to help somebody, and you and I started Songtown to help songwriters, and we've helped twenty five or thirty thousand of them with classes and various things that we do, but we can't just take every song from every anonymous person, or we would have no time for a life, literally, like you said
0: how many hundreds and thousands of hours have we spent writing blogs? Like, just before we ever even dreamed of starting Songtown, we wrote over 700 blogs just to help people understand the business. It wasn't even... We started Songtown because people asked us to create a community for them because it kind of got, you know, building on Facebook. So it wasn't even something we we started out thinking about doing, you know, it was just like... We were we were given our time, and so it's just funny when when you know it's like okay, I, you wrote me 15 minutes ago, and now now I'm getting <laughs> cursed out. Yeah,
1: and well, that leads into the first one I was going to say. I've had people say to me, I don't know how many times, and this need is in all caps. You need to listen to my music, <laughs> and, and my response to that every time is, No, I, I don't. You want me to listen to your music, you know, but it comes across as they're demanding my time. They're trying to bully me into listening to their music. And it's just it just comes across as very arrogant, like their music is going to change my life. That's not the way to approach anybody. Publishers, songwriters, any anybody in the business.
0: You you made a statement one time. I thought it was really a great analogy. You said that there's a family sitting around at Thanksgiving dinner at the table and the doorbell rings and someone just wants to invite themselves in to start eating with you. Yeah. And, and so how, when we look at it like that, we go, okay, none of us would probably do that. We're not just going to show up at someone's house on, you know, Thanksgiving day and, and demand to sit down at the, at the table. So, Let's you know maybe we can can talk about some of the things that um, are ways to work your way into the music business because we we've all had to do that as well. So um, you know I don't mean to be hard on people, but there some instances you know you need to a reality check. Need a little tough
1: love, yeah. <laughs> tough I mean, love. You, yes. you you don't you don't go to your lawyer and go you need me as a client. You yeah, I mean? the, <laughs> you just don't do that in any kind of professional setting, and you just have to remember. Right. That, you know, the way to do it is to be humble and uh, grateful for any time someone gives you. You know, the other thing to do is to get permission before you send somebody a song, you know, reach out to them and say, hey, do you have time to listen to my five songs? And if they say no, be respectful. Maybe they don't, you know, you, you, you never know the reason maybe they don't want to be sued by somebody that they don't know sending them a song you know and so be respectful be humble ask for for the time and then be grateful for what you get don't assume that you deserve it like this person emailing you comes across that they deserve somehow to have 30 minutes of your time to listen to their songs and give them feedback you know right so don't come across that way and and my second one is don't tell anybody you're great at everything. You know, clay and I have taught seminars and we'll go, um, okay. Who believes they're strongest with melody? Who believes they're strongest with lyric who believes they're strongest with production. And invariably we have somebody stand up and go, what if you're great at everything? And, and our answer is then you're on the radio and you're not here at our seminar. You know, if, if you're great at everything already, You're you're not going to be at a songwriting seminar. You're going to be on the radio. And so it's really important to come across to people of like, no, I've done a pretty honest assessment of myself. Here are my strengths and here are my weaknesses. That's what makes people want to work with you, because publishers, writers, all of us know where we're stronger and where we're weaker. And maybe we can participate in every area. But we also know that we work best if we get people that are even better than us in certain areas and and so you know you want to come across that you kind of have that learner's mindset and that you have done a pretty honest assessment of yourself and not blustery telling everybody how great you are at everything because in their mind they're they're going to already go this person doesn't have a clue because if they were that good they they would already be succeeding
0: yeah, and say you're trying to get a publishing deal. Well, a publisher wants to know, in their head, when they're they're talking to you, okay, is this person good at lyrics? Because I have a melody person I can hook them up with, or or vice versa. They they want to know how they can sell you as a writer, and and p- put you into situations. Oh, this is a great track person. I have the perfect, you know artist that that writes great melodies and lyrics he just needs a track person you know so a publisher wants to know what your superpower is to be yeah. able to to market you as a writer and plug you into situations um and there are people your your superpower may be you might be good at everything but not great and what i mean is there are people that can walk in a room one day and realize the room the co-writing room needs a lyricist that day so they can do that or maybe the next day they realize the room needs a melody person so they can do that maybe they're not the world's greatest but they're really good at everything so you know they're kind of like a utility player in baseball where you can plug them into different positions that may be your superpower but very few people are genius level at everything you know, that's gonna yeah. come across the wrong way if you try to go out and sell it's almost like every action has an equal or greater reaction. So if you go out and mm-hmm. tell the world how great I am, then there's gonna be a backlash of no, you're not really yeah, that yeah. great. <laughs> right. So it's almost better to be humble and let your I, I won't I won't say almost, I would say yeah. A hundred percent of the time, it's better to be humble and blow people away with your abilities and and your skills that you've you've learned. You've developed your skills.
1: Yeah. Let other people tell you you're great. Don't you don't have to tell them if if you're great. You don't have to tell people. You know, another thing that, that I have seen happen, which is really interesting, is people demanding a co-write or demanding a meeting with a publisher. We had a guy come in one time at a publishing company where I worked and, and he literally said to the receptionist, I'm going to sit in this chair until the top guy here meets with me. And her response was, well, he's in Canada for a week. So you're going (laughs) to be, you know, you might want to order some food. Uh, but we, we literally had to call the police on the guy to get him out of there. And that's an extreme example, but I've had people, I had a guy one time come in and he had messed up his calendar and thought he was writing with me on this Thursday and I had someone else. And so he said, well, move him. Uh, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to move the person that, you know, it was 30 minutes before I was supposed to write with him. I'm not going to call him and tell him I can't write with you because this guy just showed up that I don't know and demanded to write with me, you know? And so, you know, I, you always want to be, respectful of the time you never want to come across as entitled or you know you owe me a co-writer you owe me a meeting that
0: kind of thing that's the quickest way not to get one and yeah again, could you imagine guy, could you imagine going to billy currington or me to to darius rucker or, or whoever and going hey i wrote these hits for you Uh, I'm entitled to to write your next single. You you know, you have to write your next single with me. It doesn't work that way. Even no matter what level of success you have, be humble, be kind, as uh, Tim McGraw said. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And we've talked about this one before, but I feel compelled to throw it in. Don't, I mean, when I see someone posting almost every single day on Facebook or Instagram or wherever, we wrote a smash today. I yeah. go that person doesn't know what a smash is. Right. You know, and that's that's the way publishers look at it too, you know. So it's it's great if you want to post pictures of your co-writes and brag on your co-writers or say we wrote a song we love today. That's awesome and that's true. Yeah. But you are not writing a
0: smash every day. And no, you don't have control state. like that. You don't, you no one, I mean, I'm looking behind you on this, you know, this um, Zoom call we're on and I'm looking at the wall behind you and you have a wall of plaques and gold records and platinum records and you're not posting every day that you wrote another platinum song. Like no. it, I don't see you doing that. Why well, not, Marty? <laughs> because I don't write a smash every day. <laughs> I wish
1: I did, but I don't. But, you know, things like that or saying my songs are better than the ones on the radio and nobody will listen to them. They just put you in this amateur category. Pros don't go around doing that. And so that's talking your way out of doing business with pros if you're doing that kind of thing. And, you know, if we sum all these things up, a lot of it is just kind of being braggadocious and arrogant and presumptuous and so, you know, if you can dial that back or get rid of that all and replace it with some humility and some gratitude, you know, those are the kinds of people we we want to work with as writers or as publishers. Clay and I have a publishing company as well. You know, so we're writers and publishers. We're looking for those people that are eager to learn, that don't think they know everything, that are aware of what they do really well because we can help them get co-writes that, you know, compliment what they do and can elevate what they do, you know? So if you don't get anything else out of this, like Clay said, be humble, be kind, we'll add in, be grateful, ask for things nicely, don't demand them and let your music speak for itself. You know, if, if, uh, Clay and I, when Sarah Davis was in Songtown, they he wrote ABCDEFU, we could tell she had something really special she didn't have to come in and go i'm awesome you know we were telling her hey you got you you got some really special stuff you know and that's what you want you you want to just let your work speak for itself let your personality speak for itself and uh, other people if you have great music other people will recognize it and they'll tell you that
0: yeah and she's a perfect example because when she signed her publishing deal at Big Machine, she sent us a thank you note. She did not have to do that. And look, Sarah Davis, eventually with or without Songtown or you or me teaching her in classes, she was talented. She was going to figure it out. She was going to become a professional songwriter. You know, we're grateful we were able to help her, um, but she did not have to, to write us and be She's like, I want to thank you guys. I want you to be the first that I thank. I got this deal that I'm about to sign. And that's just the kind of person she is. You know, She's grateful. Yeah. She's thankful. She's not on social media bragging every day about how great she is. And, and I think there's the social media world where you're trying to convince a few people to like your page and, and be convinced that you're great. And then there's the real world of the music business where no, you just have to be good. Yeah. You have to, you have to level up. You, you have to learn the skills you have to be able to deliver consistently. And no amount of braggadocious is going to get you to the level of delivering consistently great stuff. That's work that that. And so that's why you don't see great writers doing that every day. They're too busy working, you know, yeah. and trying to get better.
1: Yeah, you can bluster and brag your way into a big social media following. You can't do that into a publishing deal because those people no. have to work with you every day. And if, and if they don't want to be around you, it's not going to happen, you know. So exactly. don't mistake seeing people get a big followings with some of that kind of stuff with actual
0: real-life success, because that's not how it works. Yeah, we see a lot of people with large social media followings get record deals. They can't write a great song. They lose their record deal. You know, it, it, it it all comes down when the rubber meets the road of how well you can deliver.
1: Yeah, and if you're someone that people want to work with. Yeah. You know, because I've had plenty of people go, I've heard publishers say, "Man, that guy over there is really talented, but I can't put up with him. You know, I don't want to tolerate him. It's just not worth it. You know? Yeah. So don't be those people. Don't talk your way out of working with pros. Uh, If in doubt, keep your mouth shut and let your music speak for yourself for itself. Uh, But always be grateful and humble and kind. This Um, has been another
0: tough love lesson from Marty (laughs) Dodson.
1: That's right. right. Uh, We've got our master classes coming up in January. We've got some spots open uh, in the lyric class or the melody class. If you've taken them before, we've got a few spots open in the advanced lyric or melody class. Um, So you can go, there'll be a link in the show notes you can go to and uh, check out, get more information, sign up for those classes, but we'd love to have you. It's a great way to start off the year. Uh, with kind of jump-starting your songwriting, putting some new tools in the toolbox, uh, refreshing yourself on some basics, but also really uh, building a good foundation for for your writing. Yeah, we'll so be taking
0: the- applications for applications stop at January seventh. So get to your get your application in before then. All right.
1: We'll see you next Tuesday. Take care. Have great holidays. Peace. Cheers. We kept you after school again today. So we're not going to have a song, but we have some great songs could be coming up in future episodes. Um, we hope you have great holidays. Be safe, be healthy, all those things. Check out the show notes for links to books that Clay and I have written on uh, lyric writing, melody writing, and co-writing. And also check out our sponsor, Sweetwater Gear. Take care.